<laughs> the champion of the inheritor, consumed by a shapeless mound of quivering flesh. <laughs> a fitting end for a coward. It's a pity he didn't flee again. The weight of his iniquity crushing his soul would have been nearly as enjoyable to watch, but I'll have to settle for the anguish of his comrades. And then there was one. Everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and with me, I have. Um, I mean, you know who's here. I don't have to say it anymore. They're here. Hi, guys. All these assholes. Yeah, right. One day, I want. I want there to be someone new. Well, we've had it happen before. Oh, I, well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> yeah. Uh, be be careful of what you wish for. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So it's our fourth time with an episode like this, where we start out talking about uh, leveled up characters, because we hit level five. Yeah. Woohoo. Cecil got, what, one combat before he went to level five? Two combat? Two or three. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Not much. (laughs) Don't need a lot. You didn't get to bask in your level four psychic very long. That's fine. You know, it's okay. You're going to be even more confused. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, yeah, he has seriously. third level spells. <laughs> oh, God. Which are pretty sick. So, per usual on an episode like this, we're going to not really have banter, and we're just going to talk about that sick level up. You know what? I think we're going to talk first with, uh, with a person who laid down the most damage. In that last episode. Oh, boy. That's going to be Billion, Good actually. Yay. With that yeah. sick, nasty crit that opened it up. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it might have ended even worse than it already did had you not crit it right there. Yeah, that's true. that was almost max damage. Yeah. That was nuts. hmm So what's Billion got going on level five? You seemed really excited about it. Yes. In the, in the run-up to starting recording. Yeah. I, yeah. Bill is, Bill is just even more beefy. At this point, Ooh. he is just, yeah. Um, so Bill gets lots of stuff. So he gets ability boosts this is the first thing he gets. Um, and if I'm reading this correctly, I get to, in, I get to boost four different ability scores. If it's already at level 18, then it only goes up one. But if it's not at 18 yet, it can go up two. Um, What's your boost? So, well, I get to, if, if I read this correctly, I get to boost four of them, right? Four different ones. Absolutely. You do. Perfect. So this I did true. strength. Oh boy. Dex. Constitution and wisdom because Bill's not a smart guy and he wants to be a little smarter and get better will save. So um, he's no longer at a minus one on wisdom. So uh, my will is now a plus nine instead of a plus seven. Thank God. Nice. That's going to be real helpful uh, to keep yeah. you from getting confused and beating on your party. Yeah. All the time. I'm also much beefier with those additions. My, uh, my max HP went up to 93. <laughs> Which is a whole lot of health. <laughs> what a beefcake. Uh, yeah. And my uh, fortitude save is plus 13. So that's... Chonky boy. Oh, You're yeah. You start chugging poison just as a part uh, of Yeah, trick. seriously. Exactly. 
Um, after that, I got I got a skill increase. I decided to let me go over to here. I decided to become an expert in intimidation. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So that I can start sc- scaring these things more. Because I was looking around and I was like, you know what? This is this is what makes the most sense. Bill's a Bill's getting beefier and he's getting scarier and more knowledgeable of what's going on around him. He's going to start scaring things more. So I, I became expert in intimidation. Ooh. Um, I got a ancestry feat. My ancestry feats weren't great to choose from, um, but I did choose recognize ambush. Um, it is triggered when I roll initiative, and I uh, my combat training has honed me to be ready for an attack at all times. You interact to draw a weapon. Ooh. So as soon as I roll initiative, I just pull my weapon out and I don't have to use the yep. action to Free uh, pull my action. weapon out. That's yep. really big for you because yeah. now you can, you know, immediately rage and exactly. then, and then and two smack. attacks. Yeah, or exactly. Or move and smack. So you don't right. have to waste a whole round getting in position and raging and all that crap. Yeah, exactly. So I, I imagine we'll see more rage earlier on out of Billy. Oh, yeah. Right? Probably. Probably first more more first round rages. Because I don't need to pull my pull out my weapon as much. And lastly, this one I'm very excited about. At level five, I get brutality. Tell us about brutality. Mm-hmm. It, your fury makes your weapons lethal. Your proficiency ranks for simple weapons, martial and unarmed attack increase to expert while raging. You gain access to the crit specialization effects for my melee weapons and my unarmed attacks. And with a flail, I looked it up. My crit specialization for a flail is that the target is knocked prone. Yeah. It's oh, good. Oh, nice. Flail group yeah, is good. That's real good. Yeah. The mall so, gets that too. I forget what the axe does. I have the, it right here. Yeah, you have axe too. The axe to choose one creature adjacent to the initial target. If its AC is lower than your attack roll result for the critical, uh, is lower than your attack roll result for the critical hit, you deal damage to that creature equal to the result of the weapon damage die you rolled. Yeah. So you can smack yeah. two things at once. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. rad. So if I have the, uh, if I have the, the retribution axe out, I can do that. And if I have the flail, then I can uh, knock them prone. And I remember us talking. I don't exactly know what it is, but it says uh, makes your weapons lethal. What does that? No, nah, it's a just, le- that's okay. It's no flavor okay. text for the okay, ex- cool. expert. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's what I figured. Um, but so yeah, get to start knocking people on the floor and hitting double things. Nice. All right. Yeah. As Mordrin. Well, this is actually fifth level is great level for the alchemist because. The healing elixir, I can take, I can improve it now to do 3d6 plus six. So that is a significant amount of healing that I now have access to. So that's kind of like really when the alchemist hits their stride for being able to use that utility healing. Uh, Ability boosts actually were really good for Esmordrin because he didn't have an 18 in anything. He had 16s in both his dexterity and his intelligence. So Mm. both of those are now at 18. So that's a total net bonus of plus two to hit for me with my bombs. And also I get going up to level five and getting intelligence boost. I get two more bombs that are two more uses of my alchemy. So I can use either advanced or quick alchemy. I also gain my field discovery of bomber, which when I make bombs, bombs in particular, I make three instead of two. So if I'm making something that is a bomb, I make instead of making two, I make three, which is a pretty big boost because that, you know, even if I devote, say, of my now 11, 12 that I get, no, 11, even if I did like, say, seven, that's seven extra bombs I get per day. So that'll really increase as Mordrin's usefulness in combat. I also gained um, 
powerful alchemy, which allows me to use my class DC instead of an item DC if I'm using an alchemical agent. This primarily comes into place for, you know, things like poisons and that, which Alice Mordren hasn't really used a lot. So at the moment, that's really not going to have much of an effect. My skill increase I took in Arcane because I took... I have already bought the craft construct ritual, so we're going to be making some low-level constructs here in the future to help support oh. our our little base of operations. But in order to craft constructs, you actually have to be an expert in arcane, so I was not until this level. Excellent. So okay. big one. Huh. Uh, Ancestry feat is actually one of my absolute favorites for the Flesh Warp. I have Uncanny Awareness. You gain a keen sense of movement around you. You gain motion sense as an imprecise sense out to 30 feet. So if something's moving, it doesn't matter if it's invisible or not, I will know what square it is located in. Dang. So just like how I didn't know where that uh, gibbering mouther was around the corner, if it's within 30 feet, I would know its location at least, you know, relative to, okay, it's 10 feet away or something like that. So it's insanely useful. That's really good. Very, oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. And of course, I already mentioned I'm taking the lesser elixir of life for my free alchemical. I get two. The other one, I'm taking a first level one. I'm going to see if it comes up. It's called alchemical fuse. It allows me to set a fuse to dictate, like I can set a bomb somewhere and say it's going to explode in three rounds. I can make this fuse and do that. So that might be fun. The problem is you can only take common formulas when you level up and everything fun is uncommon right now at this level. So it's like super limited as to what I can take. But when we get back to town, I'm going to buy a few things, extra formulas and nice. But yep, that's about it for Asmordran. Hell yeah. All right, Cecil. All right, Jake. So how much more confused did you get this round? Oh my God. (laughs) This round, it's it's been several yeah, weeks. This, this level, it's it's. Let me tell you, it's real hard going from like mostly frontline fighter classes that are only have one function in Ungamunga hit things to go to a spellcaster, especially a psychic, which is pretty out there in uh, in terms of all of its faculties. But uh, level five, pretty interesting. Uh, I too started off with just a ancestry feat, and it also wasn't. It, it didn't give me a lot to to choose from at fifth level, but I thought it would be interesting and useful for our party. So I took Pack Stalker. Um, so you ambushes are an honored null tradition. You gain Terrain Stalker as a feat and can extend its effects to a single ally so long as they remain within ten feet of you. That number of allies goes up uh, with your proficiency in stealth, but my stealth is kind of doo doo. Uh, the reason I took that, though, is that you get to select one type of terrain, which is rubble, snow, or underbrush. And I'm going to take rubble, obviously. And while undetected by all non-allies in that type of terrain, you can sneak without attempting a stealth check as long as you move more, uh, no more than five feet and do not move within ten feet of an enemy at any point during your movement. This also allows you to automatically approach creatures to within 15 feet while avoiding notice during exploration as long as they aren't actively searching or on guard. So, moving around from room to room without being detected gets a lot easier. That's nice. At least for me and one other person. Yeah. It's awesome. Very neat. So, that was pretty neat. Um, 
got that going for me. My max HP is 43 in comparison to billions, <laughs> like 90 plus. So that's pretty great. But uh, also with fifth level, I got a bunch of stat boosts, just like everybody else did, I guess. Um, and I put mine, since charisma was already at 18, and that's my spellcasting modifier, put another one into dexterity, bringing that up to 16. So my AC goes up, which is good because I'm squishy, bumped up my con, and I bumped up my wisdom. So because my wisdom was just at a 10, and I would like that to be a little bit higher. So that got bumped up a little bit, slightly beefier. Uh, Also got access to third level spells. The one that um, being a psychic with oscillating wave gives me at third level is fireball. Nice. Very fun. Yeah. So that'll be pretty fun. That's neat. Um, Good old the, fireball. Gonna, the gonna third start level spells. Oh, yeah. And third level spells are where things start to get kind of interesting, but there's also like, there, there's, there's not a lot of fun, like, I feel like flavored uh, psychic spells, particularly at this level. Like, I was really thinking about taking mind reading just because of how interesting and useful that could be in RP, but you only get like surface thoughts. Which, knowing you, is going to be vague as shit. Whatever, man. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I'm just trying to think of, like, other spells that Point would be proven. useful at a... Yeah, right. <laughs> at a third level. <laughs> I mean, haste is always useful. I that mean, was that the is other like, one that I was yeah, really thinking about. Yeah, that is, like, about. the quintessential you get to third level, and you're like, oh my god, we now have access to haste. Yeah, haste is a big deal. You know, maybe you guys can help me out with this. I was going to be either between, like, haste or... Organ sight. So, and the thing about haste is that at this point, um, since I can't heighten it up to seventh level, uh, you can only target it uh, on a single person, and I only can cast one third level spell a day. So that is kind of rough, but it basically gives someone the quickened condition so they can stride or strike one extra time uh, for a minute per round. Man, so that sounds like cool. a raged barbarian would be a good <laughs> good target of that, but I don't know. It is, but the other one that I was really looking at that uh, seemed fun was Organ Sight. So, this one's fun. Uh, you see the target as though it's dissected in a raid before <laughs> you. For the duration, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus on medicine checks against the target that depend on its organs, but a minus two circumstance penalty on medicine checks depending on seeing the skin. When you cast the spell, attempt a special recall knowledge check using medicine to spot and discern a vital organ. If you have a lore skill appropriate to that creature, like lore and undead, perhaps, you can use that skill instead of medicine. If you succeed, the next time you deal piercing or slashing damage to the target with a strike or spell, deal 4d6 additional precision damage. Once on each of your subsequent turns, you can use a single action to attempt special recall knowledge check again. The extra damage isn't cumulative, so making the check more than once before a striker spell has no extra benefit. Hmm. And heightening that increases the damage by an additional D6. That's pretty good, actually. For every level it's heightened. So there is that as well. And it's not like... I don't know if it's just for me is the the other thing, like taking organ sight. Like if I cast that on a creature, can everybody see it? Because it says like range 30 feet targets one living or undead creature that has organs. So does that mean everybody can see it like that? It sounds like just you. No, I think it's just you. Which is still better than what I was thinking when you first said the spell, because I'm like, we have not come across a single pipe organ in this entire place. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah. What a useless superpower. Well, the whole fourth floor is all pipe organs, by the way. So, oh, damn. <laughs> oh that's convenient. Why did you give that away? 
And all right. Sorry. It sounded important for you to know. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. Well, based on that, then I think it's probably going to be haste. That'll probably even be what knowing I take. that the next floor is full of pipe organs. <laughs> uh, even knowing that the next floor is nothing but pipe organs, I'm going to do it. Wow, I'm going to take haste. Bold choice. I know. I know. And uh, what about for so? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Solus, what happens to a champion at level five? <laughs> well, uh, I made the executive decision at level five to multi-class into soup. So I gain the benefits of being I gain the benefits of being soup as well as as well as being a level four champion. The old chum bucket build. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Oh man. Just just think if you had, you know, anybody had hit one more time, he would be dead. Yeah. I'm thinking about that a lot and right so now. Wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Man. Sometimes just I can so still hear his voice. Know, just so the listeners know, there is only one day between this recording and the last, which means Micah <laughs> had to get everything ready for this character. Yep. <sighs> yeah. One. It's a good thing we had day. that thing sitting on bass or uh, on the back burner, huh? Right, oh Micah? yeah, I had, I, I had a level five character ready to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't a problem at all. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. All right. So as Solus's uh, vital fluids commingle with the puddle of gibbering mouther here and ends up making a wonderful little gazpacho on these steps. What's the plan? Oh, as Mordrin completely like steps on Solus as he runs over there to get poor little dying Muckwort out of this brain <laughs> mouther. You just American history X was left to the yeah, skull right, on the bottom sir. of yeah. the floor. <laughs> Ripping poor little Muckwort out, and I'll give him my last elixir of life so he can have 1d6 hit point and is no longer dying. Like, oh, you took you little Muckwort. You're still alive. You're fine. Not like that stupid <laughs> angel baby that couldn't even handle all of these teeth. Look at Muckwort. He's still alive. Good boy, Muckwort. <laughs> yeah, my Damn, to feel. Bill, Bill, yeah, right? Bill will start crying. Yeah, Bill will start crying and try to put the blood back into Solus's body. Oh, it up fuck. His he pushed out all my blood! Just trying to squeeze toothpaste back into a tube. Yeah, exactly. Bill's like, not again! He's like scooping blood back on it. Literally one day after the death of Yosef. Oh, it is prophetic. Yeah. The abomination vaults are getting deadly. Yeah, they are. And then there was one. <laughs> Belium. It's useless just going to like kind of like cock his head back like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
watching you just cry and break down trying to scoop what's left yep. of this paladin into his half plate. <laughs> uh, uh, Billy, is... Billy, I do have a, a an animate dead ritual or create undead. We could, I mean, I could have him wandering around if it make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> dead things should stay dead. <laughs> He's over there hand mixing goulash. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, technically, I do have animate object as well, so... I mean, it could, a body's an object. Can you cast mend on a corpse? I mean, I'll let you try. It's an object. <laughs> it is an Guys, object. I just want to go home. This is too Pop sad. Pop his head we... right back on there. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'll shove his body. I'll probably leave his armor, because he doesn't need his armor anymore. I don't want to carry all that armor, but I will take his body, and I'll put it in a bag. In a big bag, like a big backpack. Are you going to take his weapons because he's got lucy and ricky he's oh, got yeah. lucy and ricky right we gotta return these to dilly and you've got that yeah. striking mm. pick that plus one striking pick yeah he's got a cephanous tears on him he's got some stuff yeah we're gonna take all of this stuff yeah because this sword is striking mm-hmm. this fuck bag wouldn't have died we wouldn't have to carry everything yeah <laughs> You know what? Animate his body just to hold all the shit like walk it back to town. So just like my good real life is forklift certified. <laughs> <laughs> as Mordren will ask Billiam though. So um what well, so what's the town giving us exactly for doing this? I mean, at the moment, this seems really dangerous. And I don't, I, yeah. want, I feel like we need compensation of some sort because yeah, w- when this started, you, you sort of like a, like a, like a Yosef and Solis sort of thing. Then they, and then they were, were, I was just tagging along. Now I don't really know. <laughs> I guess we should ask the mayor other than keeping the town safe. That's sort of, that's sort of what we've been doing. And then everybody's been staying in town for free. So, other than that, we got no good, compensation. Good point. You guys uh, have free room and board mm-hmm. right now, and presumably uh, free food. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to consult so. how much that would cost, you can take a look at the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully, it's also free burial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been three free burials. We buried Kyle. We buried. <laughs> it's been a lot more than three. <laughs> yeah. Three major, three in the graveyard, though, right? Three oh. is just the highest that Bill can count to. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, I think it, Bill's only counting graveyard burials. That's it. Well, there's all the people that died alongside Clort. Oh, I know. I picture he counts, and as soon as he gets to three fingers, he keeps counting, but he never adds another finger. He just stays <laughs> yeah, on yeah. the third finger. <laughs> yep. Three, three, he, three. He actually three. only has three fingers on his right hand. He's like a ninja turtle. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Bill, you a half shell. <laughs> he is green. All right, so how are you going to get him back? He's a little bit bigger than uh, Yosef, so you can't quite hobo sack his chunks. I throw him over my shoulder. I mean, he's you can just fireman carry him. Yeah, I can just throw him over my shoulder. Someone can hold his head. Oh, come on. The other piece is like six pounds or however much a skull with all of its bits inside weighs. Yeah, I don't know what that answer is. Somebody, uh, one of our listeners, let us know in uh, in the spoiler room. Cecil on picks up his skull and shakes. He's like, do you think he's still in there? Uh, uh, <laughs> A body oh, is God. six bulk. A medium body is six bulk. That's a lot of bulk. Not counting his. How gear. much bulk can you carry? Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, I'm carrying my max bulk is fourteen, and I am currently carrying seven. Oh yeah, you can carry his body, but then he's got all his crap. I can carry the rest of his crap. Might want to animate that. I'm just saying. I can carry all of his stuff. Don't we have a bag of holding? I think there'd be something like particularly wrong about animating Solus back from the dead. 
Yeah, like that, right? that, that, that's super crossing a line. <laughs> that is an extra fuck you. Yeah. Right on top. Just <laughs> sprinkle it in like salt bins. Yep. Where are we going to bury him? I don't even know where we're going to bury him. I would assume in the cemetery. I don't know if souls like that. Or but a graveyard because it. it's attached to a church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Is anybody going to eulogize him? Who's going to eulogize him? Who's going to do the, I'm the service? Only one, I'm the only you were loud and ugly, and now you're dead. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought Mike would appreciate the wow. TF2 reference. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good, but damn. <laughs> it's like you're saying that about me. <laughs> I mean, anyway. <laughs> I mean, anyway. <laughs> I'm just trying to get all of the vitriol out after everyone's shit on me after that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen to you. <laughs> all right, so it's actually fairly early in the day, right? This is <laughs> We're already packing really, it in. I know. Really the only major combat that you've had. You met somebody, you saw the haunt, which was like a round and a half, and then this happened. I imagine it's like barely lunchtime. If I had to guess, I mean, that's what I would adjudicate, not guess. I'm God. It's after lunch. <laughs> yeah. Just well, I think we call it a short day. We got to get souls buried and cry all night. Oh, yeah. turn free movement on. I want to clear out the map so I can see the system. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me end the combat. I mean, we might as well search that room. We haven't actually been in there. So let's stay here. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, he was really good at finding stuff. You might want to bring his head, Billy. Fuck. True. <laughs> Just pointed at things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is where it came from, guys. Whoa. It goes way over here, guys. Like way over here. I'll wait for yeah, you there guys. Is a, a long time. Let me give you. Let me give you some uh, some flavor text again for this room. There's a dripping, sloshing sound of water filling this large cavern chamber. The air is cold and damp, and on the east end sits a sizable pond. There's a lazy rivulet of overflow trickling to the north down a sloping tunnel with a five-foot diameter opening gaping in the ceiling above the center of the pool. You would recognize that as the well that Yosef came down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Got to the gibbering mouther. Look at us. It's uh, the the hole is about fifteen feet in the ceiling, and then there's a twenty five foot, essentially the shaft of the well. Uh, it links up with a tunnel on the eastern side as you guys are traipsing around uh, that tunnel heedlessly. Just wanted to reveal it on the map so I could see it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ran as fast as we could down the tunnel and back. Race you back. Yeah. Race you back. Yep. <laughs> So, Solus, did you see anything? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Bill starts describing what he sees to Solus. <laughs> There's a long tunnel. It's a long, long, dark tunnel. And as you reach maybe about 150 feet down, you notice a large cave-in. Mm. Massive. wonder if Kashak had anything to do with this. Yeah, right? The boulders are insanely huge. Like, you would not be able to pull them out. You would have to excavate the boulders. You would have to crush the boulders and excavate them and, and to get this out. Oh, it's not something you'd be able to handle on your own. And on the northern end of this, you have that downward slope. It looks like it it stretches downward deeper into the vaults. Oh, this is like that slide. That's what that tunnel is to the north. That's exactly what that tunnel is to the north. It goes deeper. Okay, deeper, deeper and deeper. 
I don't want to go down any farther. No. We're so you guys going to head back. on back? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Well, let's, let's go. Let's go uh, bury our friend Solus. All righty. I mean, you've only known him for a day, Cecil. <laughs> I said our friend. <laughs> our friend, comrade. So you guys make your way back. It's midday, so there's really no issue with making it back. Um, And you just head straight on to town, make it back, obviously very somber, and a familiar face is at the gates of the town. Oh. And, and from a ways off, he seems to see you. And you can hear... <laughs> as Dilly Danvers runs his way up to you. Hi, Dilly. Hey, y'all, how you doing? Well, hi, Dilly. I mean, he sees us carrying the headless corpse of Solus. Yeah. I imagine he's... Solus, he, you don't look right. You don't, You okay, buddy? Somebody please start Sol- doing the ventriloquism <laughs> act with a skull. <laughs> Solus, y'all, I don't think he's all right. He ain't talking. No, he's dead, Dilly. We lost him at the gauntlet. What do I mean you lost him? He's right here. No, I know, but we lost... See, there's this thing called a soul inside of your body. <laughs> hey, he but no his name is Solus. He's never had one. He's always been less a soul. I know, I, it's confusing. I, I was just going to say, he's uh, finally lived up to his name. <laughs> God. What? You mean Ricky and Lucy didn't protect him? Not well enough. No, they, they tried. He used them really well, but this thing was just a little too much for him. Here they are, by the way, and... I assume that Cecil yeah. doesn't know what Ricky or Lucy is, so Bill will grab. Yeah, Ricky in and fact, Lucy. it was Ricky that 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 cut Solus's head off. Ironically, mm. yeah, it was. Yikes! So it was Dilly's fault. We yeah, attacked him. Damn it! <laughs> damn it, Dilly! Uh, yeah, Bill will hand Dilly Ricky and Lucy. Ricky's real dirty. What happened? It was it was sort of engulfed by a giant mouth eyeball thing. Well, that seems none too good at all. Yeah. Y'all should tell somebody. Have you have the, you he's, have you ever tried to reheat lasagna? <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this, but I'm gonna let it happen. It's I, I admit it is it's really tricky because the outside gets really freaking hot and you can barely eat it and the inside's still really cold and it's annoying. Well all I'm trying to say is this is what we fought. Sentient lukewarm lasagna. And it did this to him. With that, and I pointed Ricky. <laughs> Y'all, I hate Italian food. I don't know that I'd ever eat lasagna anyway. But now I really don't <laughs> want to try it. Anyway. Well, y'all should tell the mayor. I mean, didn't... Where, where's Yosef? I, I don't see Yosef nowhere either. Where'd he go? Oh, man, uh, dude. He died yesterday. <sighs> yeah. Watch him. <laughs> Y'all dropping like flies. First Tovin's gone, now Yosef. Y'all, that's dangerous. You uh, you need this more than I do. And he hands back Ricky and Lucy. Yeah, honestly, when Solus needed them most, they kind of let him down. So you you can hold on <laughs> to them. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah. guess I'm going to have dinner with my whole family tonight. <laughs> dinner with the family. <laughs> nice to have y'all home. Y'all, anytime. If y'all need anything of mine, I mean, my shoes is right for comfy too. If you ever need them, just let me know. We don't, we don't need more of your stuff killing our friends. So thank you, y'all. You should tell the mayor what's going on. I don't think he knows that. I don't think he knows that. Uh, the Yosa died. I don't think he knows. Solo. I mean, 
I didn't know Solus died. He's right here. I was so confused. I mean, he's a little shorter now, that's for sure, but... <laughs> yes, we would definitely tell him. First, we gotta bury him, and then we'll tell him here. Well, y'all take care. Y'all be a lot more safe up there. I don't want to see none more of y'all die. I don't know the rest of y'all. I don't know you, Mr. Bear Man, or a Tummy Mouth over there, but William, <laughs> you're a good friend of mine. I, I don't want to see you go nowhere. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even introduce you. This is Cecil. Hi. He's a gnoll, and this is Asmordrin. Charmed, I'm sure. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you, Billy. Er, Billy, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, Dilly. I've heard so much about you. I've heard absolutely nothing about you, but you know what? I'm enamored by those tummy teeth. Tummy teeth. <laughs> Just this once, I'll let you touch one. Well, I didn't ask for that. I don't want to do that. I just, I'm confused as to the mechanics of this whole thing. Do you have a second tummy stomach? Or does your regular stomach have a second hole for the... You know what? Don't ask me. I'm just going to let the mystery surround me. (laughs) Oh, Dilly, never change. Well, I'm going to go pick... Well, you know, I don't intend to. I've been wearing the same pair of pants for three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Dilly's fun. I love Dilly. (laughs) Actually, Micah's new character is Dilly, by the way. <laughs> oh, hey, Micah. <laughs> well, howdy, y'all. I'm Dilly Danvers. <laughs> well, howdy. That's not true. Well, yabba dabba do. That paladin is now a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> God. That champion really has been championed. <laughs> no? Uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's no, pretty Micah's good. Was way it. better. Micah's no, was way didn't better. quite hit the same. You got some real purdy fur. Where are you from? I never seen nobody look like you. I mean, honestly, Mister Mister Asmordrin, I've never seen nobody but like you neither. But uh, I never, I never seen somebody that that whose fur was so luxurious and their teeth were so sharp. Mm, thank you. My mother made them for me. Well, that's disturbing. Thanks a lot. It worked. <laughs> Dilly will remember this. Good. <laughs> I hope he does. Well, y'all, I'm going out to pick me some berries because uh, Lydus, Lydus has a real bad case of the bubble guts, and these berries are exactly what he needs to get himself back on his feet. So bye, y'all. And off he runs towards the uh, stone circle. <laughs> what? What is he? He's like... I think he's kicked in the head by a horse when he's a little yeah, kid. Yeah, I just don't really know how to describe him. He's sort of like a town messenger with a heart of gold. He's the mascot of Otari. Yeah, kind of. His heart's made out of gold, you'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually, Asmord. I mean, I don't know. Technically, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fun fact, he's actually the reincarnation of Aridin. <laughs> I like it. So. All right, let's bury Solus. You guys are back in the town. I mm. suppose we should take him to the Dawnflower. Yeah. All righty. Should make your way to the Dawnflower Library. I have this wonderful, like, picture in my mind of what the Dawnflower looks like. Um, but it really only encompasses, like, the op- the, the front door way the front door looks and then the, the foyer but I imagine the front door looks like uh, Notre Dame 
in the Disney Hunchback of Notre Dame in that opening sequence where where Frollo is going to kill Quasimodo, throw him in the well, and the deacon archdeacon comes out, and you see like the door to the cathedral. That's what I imagine the Dawnflower Library looks like. Those grand steps going up into it. So you mount these steps and make your way to the door somberly. The door is open since it is you know noon. But is is this corpse like covered in any way? Is it just kind of slinging over his shoulder? Uh, I was going to say, I think he's just slung over his shoulder. I mean, yeah. I'm not really sure what we have to yeah, he was just sort of, yeah, sort of quasi. A bit of a commotion. Yeah. Does he have like Dawn a cloak Flower. that he wears normally? No, we wrapped Yosef in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had a cloak. Oh, and yeah, that was Dago. It. It's probably yeah. Yosef's blood's not even dry. <laughs> oh god, it's hit, it's hanging up on the the laundry line outside of the uh, Roddy Rockfish. I'll, I'll say that he still has his cloak and you were able to cover him because I don't want to have to deal with like, oh, you're walking through the town with a headless corpse. How's everybody going to deal mm. with that? Yeah, right. Halt, citizen. You violated the law. And you have this large bundle, large humanoid bundle, and you bring it in. And as luck would have it, Vandy is right there in the foyer. You don't have to go looking for you. She is standing in the foyer talking to another acolyte. Her back is to you, though. The acolyte sees you walking in and uh, has a face of horror and surprise that Vandy must pick up on because she stops mid-sentence, whatever she was talking about, and turns to see you, not knowing what to expect, and sees Billiam carrying the bundle with solace in it. (laughs) Cecil holding on to (laughs) bed. Cecil with a... with a head shoved in. Remember, you guys have a bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Remember that? You guys kind of want to get holding. corpse goop all over all of I know, stuff. that's <laughs> gross. All our stuff's in there. <laughs> and she looks horrified when she sees what's happened. Oh, no, come with me. Come with me into the to the healing room. I mean, I know we can't really do too much with him, but we can get him away the priving, prying eyes of everyone around here. So what do you do? Do you take him? Bill holds a can I grab his head from Cecil or is Cecil just going to walk? Are you going to walk with us? Yeah, I'm going to walk. Yeah, you know, I, you know I, I've got Solus's head in a bag and I'm carrying it like John Malkovich is carrying the pig in red. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So you make your way into the, the healing room. There's uh, an acolyte in there that looks to be preparing something. Yeah. Fandy brushes her out. Leave, leave now. Come back later. I'll, I'll get you when this room is available again. Ushers you and she closes the door. What happened? I mean, you, I, I, I don't recognize you. I, I, I heard of Yosef's fate. Mm, yes, we talked briefly just yesterday. Two in as many days. What happened to him? Seems like the deeper we get in the gauntlet, the more dangerous it's becoming. We ran into a... Well, I was trying to tell Dilly, have you ever tried to heat up lasagna? <laughs> Oh, gibbering mouther, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no wonder he died. Mm, yes, you understand. Finally, a woman of culture. <laughs> it was uh, one of those. He was engulfed inside, and his shield was, well, used as a crude beheading instrument, it seems, in the uh, melee. 
and Soliskid did not survive. Poor Buckwort almost died too. I'm positively barbaric. No, I'm the barbarian. <laughs> I feel that this gives renewed purpose for exploration. Things are becoming this active for seasoned adventurers are torn asunder by the creatures within. What hope could that town have to stand against it? Not a lot, honestly. You guys should probably start making preparations. Has the mayor been compensating you at all for your time? For anything? Does Solus have any next of kin? No, not that I know of. Uh, I hardly knew him. Yeah, I knew him. He was pretty to himself guy. Not that I mean, I he, he was really judgmental. I really don't know any of you that well. Mm-hmm. You know who knew? Well, to- him and Tovin were really good friends, and Tovin was friends with Rin. So maybe Rin knows more about Solus. Oh, oh. I don't know who that is either. Yeah, who, who's Rin? She's a crazy lady who lives in a tent on the outside of town. She's not crazy. She's just crazy to me. You mean the old witch Hattie? Good. <laughs> no, she's like no. even crazier on the even farther outside of town. This is even in town. And there's a big tent. She lives in that. And there's no roof in the tent. You sort of have to see it. Hmm. Uh, I'm impressed uh, that you remembered all that. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a tent if there's no roof. True. It's a good point. True. Well, Bandy, can you give Solus a proper burial? I absolutely can do that. I, I do know the rights for Ayomade. Perfect. I will make sure that he is buried with honors. In one of the uh, one of the town crypts, he has he has earned it. I, I also want to give this to you. This is uh, typically meant for compensating our acolytes in the course of duty, but their their duties have been very minor. We've got a lot of interns, honestly. <laughs> They're unpaid currently. So in this economy, really. Oh, I get it. I put my Barely kids to work every day. Somehow people. <laughs> good, thing, good thing child labor laws don't Fuck. exist here or I would be fucked. <laughs> wow. I and love that Bill Burnham stand you, up bit. She hands you a sack. A fairly hefty sack. Another one. <laughs> and it jingles. Consider this uh, thanks on behalf of the town. And maybe something to to prepare you for whatever else you need. And inside of the sack... Yeah, what's in the sack? Is 400 gold pieces. Damn! You waited until Micah and I died to do this? (laughs) (laughs) What a prick! Bill creeps his hands in. (laughs) It's like, I don't have to share this with Tobin or anybody. We can split this three ways, guys. He looks generally toward Hattie Shack and flips it off. He says, invoice this, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) To hell with this. We're off to Absalom. (laughs) (laughs) Absalom? No. It's time to go to... uh, Oh, wait. What is that? uh, What's the the, the place in the mana? Is that Alkenstar? Oh, Alkenstar, the mana wastes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Riddleport oh, is uh, in the shackles, isn't it? on Hookers and Blow. No, it's up near Inveresia. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right, then. Billy, I, I was thinking maybe a, a wand of enlarge. It would sure be fun to make you giant size during fights. That'd be hilarious. I'm always down to get bigger. 
Speaking of, I feel like I've gained some weight since getting to level five. <laughs> you, you say that like every other session. <laughs> like, too, am, I, am I bigger? Am I bigger now? Am I big? No, because you're not getting fed by Yosef anymore. She's you're, actually, yeah. you're actually actively no, losing we, weight. No, Yvette is feeding us, remember? All right. She... Yeah. That hasn't happened that hasn't yet. Happened it literally yet. hasn't, there hasn't been enough I know, time. we haven't had a day that it's happened yet. Oh, God. So much excitement. Yeah. So much happening. Go with the blessing of the Dawnflower. Be safe. Speak none of this to the rest of the people in the town that do not need to know that their heroes are falling like flies. Yes? Um, sh- sure. Um, Okay. I suppose I understand. If anyone asks me, I'll just say, well, he's not dead. <laughs> if, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> he's went People to a think... big old cloister yeah, upstate. Right? <laughs> yeah. He, he, he went to a paladin farm <laughs> further north. There's so much room for him to run around. He could purge the heretics all day long. <laughs> Run through the open field, purging heretics. <laughs> it's what we what he would have wanted, honestly. Yosef's eating cheese wheels in the sky. <laughs> Me and Phrasma, just just chilling. Yeah, we're cool like that. I will let you know when he's been embalmed and, and buried. Thank you very much. Thank you for everything you're doing for the town. I don't know the other two of you very well, but I thank you. You don't necessarily have connections here yet. I. I was here just the other day. You healed the giant splinter no, out no. of my shoulder. I know you, <laughs> but you've not been in the town, yes. You don't have a point and purpose for doing this. But I thank you all the all the same. I, I was told it would help my permits get through faster. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That's right. <laughs> I'll make sure to talk to somebody about that. Well, Did you file the form of seven four eight three two B? B? Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me! They told yeah, me a. that's a new this one. This is horseshit. It's a new one. It's meant specifically for flesh warps. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Man, Otari sucks. I mean, we have to establish that you're not planning to flesh warp other people. You see, it's a standard precaution. Just. Talk to talk to Lydas. I think he probably has the four. Speaking of which, maybe he's rounded up another non-human we can we can get <laughs> to join our group. He's he's really good at putting non-humans in jail and, and yelling at them and stuff. So <laughs> technically true. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what's the plan? As a reminder, you said something about going to see Rin. You have a absolute Assload of books too, yeah. That you can sell the Morlabent, yeah. You've got God. the Whispering Reads still. Uh, you have all of those journals and everything that, um, that you found the journals and the the portal ritual and all that stuff. You found uh, that manuscript that had a language none of you knew. Very fun. That looked to be perhaps important. You got a lot of little things that you could pursue as well. Yeah. Maybe more fun to pursue with another party member, though. Where could we pick up a wand of enlarge? Billy, if you had to guess, maybe one shop in town. Where could we get this wand of enlarge? It would be so much fun for you. 
Probably. Well, the only shop I know is that this guy. You don't even know him. God, I have a story for you. His name's Carmen Rajani. He's the worst. You guys, I gotta tell the you all about worst. him. Yeah, I gotta tell you guys. Don't even know about him. He's fucking terrible. Um, he oh, I, sells- I met him that night that uh, Solis um, uh, dispatched uh, Tovin. So, <laughs> oh, then you saw how bad he was. Yeah, that he 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 sells uh weapons and armor but probably not once but maybe more of it oh man only if there was like some wondrous store in in the town or there something is, you know but bill doesn't <gasps> pay attention to those <laughs> bill doesn't know anything about magic so bill can't think of the name of the store of the town that has magic stuff Grin's wonders would have something potentially <laughs> Just, or just, odd stories would have something. Odd stories. That's the other one I was thinking of. <laughs> We're trying to get to Rin's Wonders and everyone's like, oh, odd stories. That's the place to go. And that's that where we got the scroll. Go. <laughs> you did get a scroll at odd stories. The scroll that's not Rin's of, place, is it? Uh, no, that's no, more of no. Rin, yeah. okay. Rin's Wonders is Rin's, Rin's place. Wonders, so, right. Shockingly. Then- yeah, so the odd stories. That's actually Carmen's place, and uh, Rin operates uh, the. Yeah, it's confusing, but it's a permitting. <laughs> it's a long again. story how that happened. But yeah. It's yeah. permitting. <laughs> Filed the wrong forms, and they got different <laughs> yeah. shop names. Well, well, we could we could split up, and some of us could go sell these nightmare. books and pick up things, and then I can go inquire about Solus's family. Ooh. Split up the party. Finally, oh. let Micah do something this time. <laughs> so silent, or not? You know. Well, I'll go. I'll go to Rin's Wonders. I want to pick up that wand. I think it's going to be great fun. He's furiously building a character. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go with you because I want to find out if Souls had any family that we need to let know. Is he's now has no head. <laughs> so Cecil, where are you going? Mm, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, tummy mouth. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So you're all going to Renz. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So you make your way to the northeastern edge of town to uh, a strange, not really a building, more of walls uh, with no ceiling. There's canvas around the edge. It's almost like uh, open market. The center is wide open and there are are bits of of canvas making overhangs along the walls. But it's not closed in at all. Per huge. And, uh... Rin is... Sounds as if she's talking to somebody as you near. Uh, the best thing that you can describe is the entrance to Rin's Wonders. I'm so glad you've been able to get your rest. It's been... Oh, I haven't seen you up and around, and... At least three weeks. This is marvelous. Your strength back. Perhaps maybe if you'd like to get some sun on your face. How's that sound? There's a chill in the air. If you could, please, could you light another fire? Ah, oh, old friend for you, anything. And she actually holds out her hand and produces flame in her palm. Ooh. And she lights up uh, a small, there's like a... a, a Almost like a chiminea, you know, like a, an urn that has a, a bunch of tinder in it. And she lights it up and, you know, it's produces a bit of heat in the area. It's so good to see you up and around, Tacitus. I never knew. I didn't, I ne- didn't have any idea when you'd be back. Back from where? What? 
wherever it is we go when we dream. What did you dream of, my friend? Oh, the usual. I I see the same ones I see every night. I, I see them and I know them, but I cannot remember them. I saw... I saw a storm. I saw the eye of the storm. I saw an ancient tower, though I know it not. And I saw these, but I know not where they're from. These? What? What are these? And uh, he produces a couple things from his pockets and shows them to Rin. Describe what you've produced from your pockets. So he pulls two things out of his pockets. In his right hand is a small pocket-sized book with uh, writing on it in an ancient, barely known script. And in his left hand is a cracked, dirty mirror. Oh, man, I wonder what you could be that Trevor's <laughs> so excited about. I don't know what he is. Oh, but Tacitus, you had these things on you. When you arrive here, surely you know what they are. They're, they are yours. Along with this... And she walks over to a cabinet and pulls out a satchel and and hands it to you. And inside of the satchel are just bits and bobs of stuff. There's little bits of chain. There's broken glass. There's little pebbles, small carvings of things, bits of burned wood. Just looks like junk. I don't know the purpose of these either, but they seemed very important to you when you stumbled onto my doorstep. And he reaches out and he grabs onto the bag and clutches it close to his chest. What are these things? I know not. In assorted bits of trinkets, strange, esoterica. Keyword. They seemed very important to you when you came to my door babbling. Surely you must know what they are. Surely you'll find out as you gain your strength, yes? I, I haven't a clue. I do not know. And you are all walking in as this conversation takes place. And you kind of, I'm, I'm assuming you don't want to necessarily interrupt. So, um, his ears perk up and he says to Rin, Rin, I believe there are more visitors for the boneyard. Ah, uh, yes. You seem to be a fair bit more perceptive than you were when you laid down in that room. You were able to catch them before I was able to. And she turns and looks. You I recognize. Billiam, welcome back. It's been quite some time. How, however, the other two. Hi. And where are the rest of your friends? We've lost I, a lot of friends since the last time you saw my group. I sadly did hear of Tovin. Keldrick visited and, and, and told me of his fate. I've moved through my grieving process by this point, but... Damn, already? When when you reach my age, friend, you learn to deal with the loss of many, many people. No matter how dear they are to you. Hmm. When the years turn into decades, turn into centuries, you have to deal with loss. Isn't that right, Tacitus? Indeed. My young friends, I have no doubt that you will be rejoining your friends soon enough, wherever they may be. Hopefully not. They died. Bill sheds a tear. <laughs> and um, I guess to, to to do a physical description of this guy yeah, is a good time for it. Yeah, describe. Describe sure. this, right. this buckaroo. 
So uh, you look at him, and he is an insanely old man, possibly the oldest man ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ever. You, yeah, uh, you, he's a real Methuselah. Uh, you look at him, and uh, he's built and dressed pretty much like a scarecrow. This man waited tables at the Last Supper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he is, uh, he's bone thin. Uh, horribly wrinkled, covered in liver spots. Um, he has bare feet. He's wearing clothing that, you know, once again would fit a scarecrow. Um, it's it's a raggedy old tweed jacket, a uh, faded white undershirt, um, some woolen pants. The, the ends are completely torn and fraying. And he has a red and brown uh, scarf around his neck. It's falling apart at the seams. On the top of his head, is a what once was a wide brimmed, brimmed cap, but has been stitched over multiple times. Now the ends are drooping into his eyes. Um, his hair is uh, it goes down. Uh, it frames his head in these long, dirty, matted clumps. Um, and you look into his eyes, and they're a uh, they're a very faded, milky gray. He looks at you, and uh, it seems like he's almost looking through you. Oh. Hmm. Creepy. Yeah. Well, hello, sir. My name is Billiam. Billiam puts his hand out. He doesn't look at your hand, but he does reach out and shake it with a limp grip. Tacitus. This one, Rin, tells me my name is Tacitus Catalan, and it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Well, it's nice, nice to meet you too, Tacitus. I like friendly people. My name is Cecil. I am a new arrival to this coastal town. I have never met you either, Rin. Nice to meet you as well. Pleasure, Cecil. I sense something about you different. You give off something. Can't quite place it, though. Oh, he's a gnoll. (laughs) No. Yeah, that's what it is. Something a bit deeper. Just... A bit deeper. Oh, you make a good point. Solus did die giving head. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he gave all that. Micah, just let it out. Just let it out, Micah. I can't, just... laugh. I can't even fucking laugh at that. Jesus. Like... <laughs> For, wow. for the listener at home, since you couldn't see it, Micah uh, just like threw his head back like the Tyrannosaurus in Jurassic Park. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow is correct. That's it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Micah's still visibly recovering. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All the jokes aside, Rin, we're here to see if... (laughs) All the jokes aside. (laughs) Yeah, because we're totally saying this is motherfucker. Tommy Mouth over here. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. It's so nice to meet you, Tacitus, but we came to ask Rin if she knows if Solus had any family that we could let know that he is gone, because I know you were close with him and Tobin. He didn't really tell much about his family life to me. He didn't. He was a knight of last wall. They typically renounce their claims of birthright and their families. I don't know much of him. However, it's likely that 
he was a stranger to his family. He may have been an orphan. He may have been a foundling. He may have run away on his own accord. But his shield brothers were his family. Whoever he broke bread with was his family. You're the closest to next of kin that he probably had. All right. Thank you. Cecil just kind of looks sad. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> Bye, old dude. No, wait, we, we need to get a wand and I need to pick up some formulas for some alchemical oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. As Morgan, well, my job here is done. Bill starts twiddling his thumbs. <laughs> oh, a wand, you say? I may have yes. something. Excellent. I, I have something. I've been talking to Yvette and she I'm trying to make William bigger. <laughs> so what sort of wand are you looking for, Asmordrin? Oh, I, to enlarge our friend William here during our fights. So it would be very handy. Just the very last fight, he got bottlenecked, and if he could reach over his allies, it would be so handy. Oh, so you're hoping that he's able to do a bit of a reach around, I see. Excellent, I think we can deal with that. And she goes over to... Uh, almost like a rotating display. Oh, there's a bunch of wands just on it. There's probably 30, 40 wands just on this rotating display. Okay, okay. Purify food and drink. Gentle repose. Tacitus doesn't uh, look in her direction, but he says, Rin, it's on the other side. Keep looking. There oh, you go. You're uh, almost there. Oh, there it is. There it is. Pulls out this wand. It's a uh, wand of enlarge. Ooh. Perfect. That's a third level spell. So it's a second, it's a level, second spell. level spell. All right, so that's going to be 160 gold for the wand of enlarge. Ching. Perfect. Now, if you're looking for anything related to alchemy, that's not necessarily anything that I'm going to have. I have some assorted tomes and, and such, but that's something that you're going to have to get from Morlevent, unfortunately. I'm sorry. No, no problem. We were headed there next anyways. We have a pile of books to settle. Ah, more knowledge to be sought, yes. Tacitus, these these men are exploring a very, very dangerous place that hasn't been seen in many years. It was the home of a powerful and learned sorceress. Facts, it's possible her armies still lie below the surface and all her secrets. You did find a library, did you not, friends? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we haven't even had time to really dive into it yet. I, I, I would never wish to be a bother to all of you, but might I, might I have a look at the books you have brought with you? Oh, certainly. We have so many books. He hands him whispering reads right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really? One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tacitus reaches out to it and uh, recoils from it uh, just upon setting eyes on it. I, I, and I guess goosebumps. I would rather not look upon this book. I, I cannot. I, I know not what this is. Please take it away from me. Oh, oh, okay. This is uh, the whispering reads. Tacitus, roll me a perception check. Sure. Doing that in Foundry. 
Don't know if all my stats worked out right now. Uh, <laughs> that is a natural one. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. I was going to say that it's par for the course for introducing a character and trying mm-hmm. to like impress your yeah. new friends. Is everything yep. you roll yep. is always a one? Yep. <laughs> yep. Can confirm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You notice nothing. Yeah. Ain't that a shame? Well, here, here's this nice, charming book about portals. Maybe you'll like this one better. <laughs> uh, that does sound very, very pleasant and enlightening. And he reaches out and he takes the book and uh, feels over it in his bony fingers and uh, opens it up and begins to read. And just for a while, he's lost in the book. This would teach you the uh, Awakened Portal Ritual by reading it. Awaken. Awaken, there you go. Awaken. Awaken. I, I'm sure as he's standing there, like looking over the book, and like two minutes in, as Mordrin looks to Billiam. Um, so wait, is is that his now? What's what's going on? We're <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna let, sit here while he reads this whole book right I now. No, Rin, do you have a wheelchair? Maybe we could just push him around town, and he can look at that while we while we finish. Our he's business. actually <laughs> sitting in a wheelchair currently. I forgot to mention that. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's legitimately in a wheelchair. Oh, that's handy. That's handy. <laughs> About a minute and a half in, Bill just takes a couple steps and just starts pushing him from behind. Then I like the set the bag of stack of books on his lap and start pushing him to more limits. <laughs> <laughs> also, While he's oh, reading the portal book. <laughs> we should also ask if he wants to come with us. <laughs> no, I don't. I say I'll well, bring him I'll back be- later and he looks like he needs some air. So, yeah. What did you say the uh what do you what you what ritual did you say this book teaches? Awaken portal. Awaken portal. All right. Keep that in mind. Got that in my inventory. Excellent. All right. Are you I, I want you to roll another perception uh, and I want sure. you to do it at a plus 2. Sure. Circumstantial plus 2. That is a 17 for a 29. All right, so you do notice them pushing you. I wanted to make sure that uh, you didn't roll another natural one and you're just off in your own little world as they push you around town. <laughs> so what do you do as you notice them begin to push you? I just love the idea of us like, getting behind cool. the, like, the, the scene as you're like reading this book. And you're like, anyway, I was reading my lapel, which was the style at the time. <laughs> I, I, I had an onion from my belt, which, of course, we all were wearing back then. Uh, oh, uh, are we going somewhere? Where where, where to are we going? Oh, we're going to Marlebens. Uh, we have a bunch of books to sell. But here, uh, you look through them. See if there's anything that interests you before we sell them, because we don't uh, care who we sell them them too so mm-hmm. uh, very, very well uh, will you uh, Rin I'll s- bye Rin <laughs> <laughs> I picture we're like uh, almost Rin. outside like we're at Morlevin's door <laughs> very well oh, she's like finally he's fucking gone <laughs> he keeps telling all these stories like they don't they go nowhere everybody leaves and she just rips a giant fart just been holding it for days. God, I was waiting for him to leave. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. God, we're adults. <laughs> so you head your way over to Morlevin's. I haven't done Morlevin's voice in a while, have I? You haven't talked to him. Somebody start looking, figure out how much bulk of books you have, because I have told you how many bulk that you have had and the individual other books that are worth more money. 
You yeah, also, but I believe, say, have a portrait of uh, yes, of Azenrid. I have that. Excellent. Now, all of those things are true. However, Solus was the one that was keeping all of the records, and he died. Yeah, well, I was uh, gonna say Micah yeah, was Micah keeping knows, the records technically. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> Micah knows that there is eight bulk of books. Um, we have a book called Ineffable Hauntings. Um, what else do we have? We've couple other books there's but two I have to other check books my, yeah i have to check my notes give me a moment and then i have a portrait of volk Azrenay. Azrenay. Azrin. i don't know if that is, i don't know if it would sell that to morlement but i do have that let me see i'll tell you exactly what books you have too you've got what the worm knows worth eight gold grave uh, feasts secrets yes. of the skull what does the worm know those are all eth each worth eight um you picked up some stuff in another room. Yeah. Lots of bulk. Lots of bulk of books. You got lots of bulk of books. Okay. Many book. So if you got a bulk of books, that's worth 40 gold. And then you have those three other books that are worth eight gold apiece. 1624. So that's 64 gold. Ineffable Hauntings. Was that also eight gold? Yes. Okay. So that is 72 gold total that we're getting out of this. Damn. Just add that to our collecting those books. inventory, and also, well, maybe eighty-two. If we're selling this portrait here, is this where we want to sell this portrait, guys? I mean, I don't know who else would pay more yeah. for it. Nothing else. Nobody's coming to mind. That's for sure. <laughs> Nobody say, else would want this. Is there an art dealer in town? <laughs> then let's sell. We have ten plus ten gold for that because that's ten gold pieces. All right. So that is eighty-two gold total. Hold on. Wait before you count your chickens, y'all. Okay. No, I'm counting them now, and you can't fucking stop me. Oh, my friends, it's been so long. You, you are new. You two are new. Hello. William, I did not expect to see a non-reader in my store. (laughs) We're out of board books. You know, I I think this is all mumbo-jumbo, hocus-pocus, but I'm just here accompanying my friends. Reading is a lie made up by the (laughs) deep state. Yeah, I don't... This, none of this is real, but I'm just here for my friends. <laughs> oh, have you brought any wonderful books from down there in the gauntlet? So many. Look at this. Just dumping the bag. All right, so he is very interested in that eight bulk of books, so that would be 40 gold right there. However, he has no interest in those other books. Ugh, Foul. Subtract 32 gold. Foul necromancy magic books have no place in my collection. Take them away. Perhaps Yin find a buyer for them or something. Those Osprey Club fellas are always dealing with unsavory types. Perhaps they can fence it for you and don't want to even touch them. All right, then. This portrait here doesn't seem worth it to me, though... Looks to have been made by a very skilled hand. Who, do you have any idea who this is? Yeah, this is Volok Azrene. Oh, I believe you... Have you spoke of him to me before? That seems vaguely familiar. I don't know anything about him. They just keep bringing him up. He was a dude. Perhaps hold on to that. It's not any use to me, though. You may find a use for it in the future. Subtract another 10 gold. Anything else I can do for you? Have you found anything interesting? Maybe something you don't quite understand and maybe need somebody to look over? Anything at all? We we have this old man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You, you seem... 
You seem like a reader, and he sees you just, like, staring at books, I imagine. You're still going through the books that were on your lap. Yep. Like, yep. those books yep. that he doesn't want to buy, you're just, you still have them, right? Like, ah. mm-hmm. You look like a man after my own heart. My name's Mole Levent, and he extends a hand out. Where, where is Rin? And he reaches out and uh, <laughs> shakes Morlebin's hand. My friend Rin is in her home on the other side of town. Rin's wonders. I could, I could uh, give you directions there if you'd like. Where are my grandchildren? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! I just, uh, I, I just came from there. I don't need to go back oh, there. Uh, well, uh, your name, friend? Tacitus Catalin. She tells me. Tacitus, I'm very pleased to meet your acquaintance. And and this is Billiam. He points to Billiam. Ah, oh, yes, and I this know is Billiam. Cecil. Yes, and Cecil. And I this is meant. And this is Asmodrin. Oh, don't forget Muckwort. He's what he's is a t- Muckwort? <laughs> he's practically one of the party tanks at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, good job on remembering, old man. You did it, old dude. Yeah. I hand him a cookie. <laughs> You remembered a name. That's wonderful. We also have this book that's written in a language that none of us know. Although we don't know if the old man knows it because we haven't asked. It's a, it's a manuscript. Yeah. A manuscript, sorry. Yeah, it's like a like a parchment. Something on it. Yeah. Look what at this. languages do you speak, old man? I have not quite figured that out yet. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> He's like the first however many number of languages he gets. The first the number that he needs so yeah. you tell him a language and that's what he knows uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do that I would let you roll <laughs> I would let you roll um, esoteric lore on it at your minus two okay do an esoteric lore uh, sorry checking my knowledge on that it's a 13 for you it's a 13 okay yeah it's a minus two because this doesn't have to do with an enemy okay rolling so uh, it says it's a 12 for me so, oh, okay. Yay. 10 uh, minus 2, sorry. 5 for a 15. Mm. This, you, you can't quite make out what it would be. Okay. Uh, wait just a moment. I do have dubious knowledge. Oh, okay. So, um, I failed, but I did not critically fail. So, I gain a bit of true knowledge and a bit of erroneous knowledge, but I don't know which is which. Looks like it's a recipe in Infernal. Well, while I cannot read this script, I believe it is in the language of the underworld of Infernal. But, uh, I believe it is just claptrap made of just food. Infernal, you say? <laughs> and then we'll night's lunch. <laughs> Can I take a look? I happen to, to know Infernal. Oh, please. And uh, he reaches out with a book. All right, he takes it. This parchment, which uh, it's not a book. I'm sorry. He takes it and begins to read through. This contract to bind the devil Corlock for a period of... He kind of trails off. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's super important. Looks like some sort of infernal contract of sorts. Yeah, we're going to need that back. Binding a devil to... Belcora's service. Yeah, you guys don't know what this is, but I definitely do. Can I have that back, please? We need that a lot. Uh, is this for that fly baby that has to lick the floor all the time? Uh, no, it's not for that one we told you about. We, I told you about the guy. He has big hooves and he's like a demon and he's in the in the, in the the room with the jail cell that had a bunch of fungus in it. Oh, Just for yes, that yes. Guy. I, yeah. I remember that. 
Mm-hmm. So we need that contract because we told him we would get his contract. And if, we, and if we don't have his contract, he will kill us. So can I have that back, please, Morbid? Oh, absolutely. I don't believe it. How many more of us need to die? <laughs> yeah, has, right? any, uh, <laughs> has any use for me? So, yes, take it. Uh, uh, is, is, there a, is there a fly baby contract in there? Thumbs through a little bit. Oh, uh, yes, there seems to be a bit of a footnote uh, for something named a Zuzlarian. I'm not sure what that is. But yep. That's the little fly baby. There's just a single clause here. Just says, eat shit, Zaz, signed Belcourt. <laughs> 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 eat shit, with a star, with an asterisk, and underneath it says literally, and that little asterisk. <laughs> it's got like a really cutesy heart written at the end of it, too. Like, eat shit, <laughs> giant heart. Yeah. God, that, that poor piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Bill will take this one and, and fold it nicely and put it in one of his pockets. Be like, we can't lose this. Well... I believe that's the lot of your things. There's nothing else that I believe that I need from you out of this. Nothing, nothing else. Any more information you can share? If I could get some things from you, I'm looking for some formulas for some, you know, slightly less than common alchemical substances. Oh, absolutely. I have an entire uh, two shelves over there in the back. And he points off in a direction like, yo, go take a look, see if there's anything you need. Excellent. What were the uh what were they that you were looking for again? So I am looking for one from Impossible Lands. The Ooh, new book. The Oxygen Ooze. I love that. I read that one and I thought it was awesome. Okay. All right. It is you make a gum and you chew it up and blow a bubble and it covers your mouth and nose. And for the next hour, you can breathe <laughs> through that goo, allowing you to breathe in environments where you couldn't normally breathe. And then it harmlessly dries up and falls away. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. sick, actually. Right? It is. It's a you fourth level tool. You're able to find that one. Excellent. Another one I was looking at is... Where is that? This one is, I think it's from an adventure path, Warblood Mutagen. It is, it gives you a plus two item bonus to attack rolls at the third level one. And the drawback is you cannot voluntarily remove your weapon unless you succeeded a athletics check. It's kind of an interesting one. I wanted to play around with it. I thought it'd be fun for Billiam. Yeah, I'll allow it. Go for it. Excellent. Yeah, you find both of the things that you're looking for. That's all I was really looking for for now. Excellent. I don't know how pricing for alchemical formulae works. Oh, they're just their their levels, so they're only a few gold each. Okay, so it's at the level of the item, right? So what level did you get Correct. at? Hold on, I'm turning to that page. Right the Warblood, if you got a moderate, that's a level three item. I imagine that's yep. what you were going for. And the other one's level four. The other one's level four. So it's a total of eight gold for the two of them. Perfect. You are able to purchase those without issue. As you walk, uh, let me ask something real quick. Who has the Whispering Reeds? Like, who physically has it? I think Solus did. Well, as Morgan currently, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I would assume yeah. I did since I kind of, you know, was handing it to, uh, oh, shoot, what is your name? Tacitor? Tacitus. 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 Yes. Call him catheter. No, <laughs> He's going to need a catheter. He has a catheter soon. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> As you are walking back from uh, uh, the back of the store, having found these, you know, alchemical, and once you pass a little, a glass case, looks like a glass display case, 
it's an open book in it. It's a very thick, very old book. Uh, and it's the only thing that's in this case. But as you walk by it, it begins to vibrate rapidly. Very, very small vibrations, but very rapidly. So much so that the glass begins to ring. We'll find out what that means next week. What the? Oh. Why is things shaking? I think these books are a mated pair. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Magnets. How the fuck do they work? What the hell? Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfi. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.